0: We came out here to tell you to your face, you can't get ready for us. No, sir. I feel like I'm losing my mind. It's everybody in the world blind? Please, Lord, give me a sign. A sign to Be the greatest. Everybody on the face shit. I look around, I feel like everybody is the fakest. I make this every day and I'm impatient. Hoping one day I blow up from the basement. Stamin, the top is so vacant. I don't hear shit that I think is amazing. Waiting Welcome to another episode of the choke slam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the infamous Ultimate One, and we are here today to talk about new japan pro wrestling we got a lot of news for new japan pro wrestling today also we're going to be talking about the wwe draft does it really really matter about the draft because the the way i looked at it this past monday and third and friday or last friday i mean reality nothing much has changed if you really think about it but we're going to be talking about that and whatnot but we're going to jump on um the WWE draft let's start off with that right away because the WWE draft I don't think anything is going to change and funny thing is the more things don't change the more the fan base gets real real upset and they go psychotic on anything that has to do with AEW okay and the reason I say that is because you know these, um, what I call WWE stands and these WWE loyalists who they cannot see anything wrong that WWE does is, you know, they are now taking shots and getting upset because, you know, um, AEW is about to do something that we do not expect. And that is the, uh, the fact that um, they're about to break. Wembley Stadium records. Okay. They already, through their pre sale, they already have sold over 56,000 tickets already. So this is not, doesn't go well for most of these WWE stands and these droids who get upset. Why are you worrying about AEW or what they're doing when you should be worrying about WWE? Don't get mad now because this McMahon is back and a lot of the uh a WWE draft that happened this past Monday you could tell it was a Vince McMahon call the majority of the people they got uh if we could look at the draft and whatnot, not oh I could see the draft actually uh you know D draft if you I could read down the list of who got to raw Akira Tozawa they're not going to use them Angel Garza lotarios uh they are not going to use him as far as tag team is concerned Apollo crew they're not going to use him Baron Corbin come on that guy's career has already been destroyed in WWE and I used to be a big fan of his until he became a company man because he was getting all these opportunities that was given to him title shot at the title shot at the title shot and now they pretty much have buried them And yeah people probably say oh he's not buried you know guys what he has done in the last year and a half they had him in this um pretty much of a uh he was a bum and then he became rich and then he started getting into a uh, uh uh moss cat or uh, uh, moss cat, whatever his name is and at the end he ends up losing they put him with jbl he got embarrassed pretty much in that storyline where he's at? I mean he got a nice little ovation in france which i gave him that much uh, but then again people out of the united states appreciate more wwe because they don't get them every year so of course they're going to appreciate them they're seeing them on tv whatever braun strowman and ricochet they brought them in as a tag team for what they didn't win the tag teams in smackdown they're not going to win the smack the titles here same thing goes bronson reed you know uh, bronson reed this guy should be pushed to the mold Mr. Jonah, the man I met back in House of Glory a year ago. You know, a beast. The man who beat Okada at the New Japan, uh, I think it was a G1 Climax. Pinned him. Pinned Okada. All right. The kingpin of New Japan. That's who he pinned. Okay. Uh, Cody Rhodes, of course, he's not going anywhere. Uh, and I want to talk about that. Damian Priest of Judgment Day and he wasn't going to. So, they, they, again, you can see they were... Drafting people that are already in their respective brands. Dustin Loomis, or, or lumens at Gargano, lumens I haven't seen him, and God knows how long. Dominic Mysterio, of Judgment Day. He wasn't going to go anywhere. Drew McIntyre. We don't know what his status is. If he's going to come back or not, his his contract's up in the air. Elias, waste of time. uh Eric from the Viking Raiders. It means the Viking Raiders are on Raw now. Finn battle wasn't going nothing giovanni vinci of imperium gunter of imperium so they brought imperium to to raw uberto carrillo you know loser carrillo the lothario another guy they're not really going to use jd mcdonald i don't know who the hell is that jinder mahal clown okay so i'll go on here's the sad part johnny gargano wasn't even picked in the draft on monday on tv but he's part of raw Corbett, Kevin Owens and, 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 and Sami Zayn they're the undisputed tag team champion they could go anywhere they want so I don't know why they even did that so basically what I'm trying to say is maximum male models clowns with Maxi Dupree and Mansoor uh Matt Riddle wasn't going to go anywhere the Miz is going to Odyssey Jones I don't know who the hell he is um Riddick Moss and whatnot uh I, Zanga from Indusheer, whatever these these are, people that pick Seth Rollins, Shitsuka Nakamura. These guys are not going nowhere. Xavier Wood of the New Day, and then the women's division. Uh, I mean, they got Becky Lynch, Candice LeRae, Charlotte Flair, uh, Dana Brooke, Emma, Ink Harwell, um, Lita, Liv Morgan, Lita. Why is she even getting drafted? Okay. Maxine Dupree of the Maxim male models, Natalia, Nikki Cross, Piper Niven, Raquel Gonzalez, Rhea Ripley was not going anywhere. She's the Raw Superstar and the SmackDown champion. We're going to see something they're gonna, they pulled up in 2019 or 2020 when they had the issue between Charlotte Flair and, and Becky Lynch over the switching of the title. that made a big fucking scene back in the days when, when Charlotte dropped the Raw Woman title on Becky Lynch. Um, feet that turned out to be a massive bull crab, a big story back then. Okay, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler tag team are in there. Sonya Deville, Tegan Knox, Trish Stratus. Why is Trish Stratus being picked? Don't know why. Is she part of Raw? Completely. She's not a part timer. That's what you're trying to tell me. Well, hollow the Viking Raider, zia Lee, Zoe Starks. Okay. And, 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 you know, and then the Raw Tag Team, which is funny because I saw that Cedric Anderson and Shelton Benjamin were the free agents, but yet they part, they pick, got picked up by Raw Tag Team uh, as part of Raw's tag team division. So, I mean, my thing is none of this stuff is going to change anything. It's not. SmackDown picked up Grayson Waller, Carrie Cross, is still in, in SmackDown. They didn't put him in Raw. Karrion Krosser will be title shots against Roman Reigns. And they're not even doing that. This man came back to for what? For what? These are little things that you got to pinpoint. You know what I'm saying? I could pinpoint the same thing. Okay? The Usos were not going anywhere. They were going to stay in SmackDown. Then they were going to stay in Raw. And then you're not going to follow up with that Bloodline storyline? Come on. Okay? Kid Wilson from Pretty Delhi. I don't know who the hell is that. Joaquin Wilder, Latinos were all Latino, World Order, Latino World Order were not going anywhere. They weren't going anywhere. Roman Reigns was not going to go anywhere. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, is any of this stuff is going to change WWE? It's not. It's not going to change anything. Because guess who's in charge? I don't care if the people say, "Oh, but Triple H isn't in charge." Triple H has been in charge since one. It's been a year, supposedly. And I'm gonna say supposedly, okay. And yet. they they put it the Wrestlemania that happened this year was one of the greatest Wrestlemania I've seen in a long long time but then they follow up the night after Wrestlemania was garbage and they have not recuperated this now they bring in the world heavyweight title and whatnot and it's obviously what we saw Monday is that Seth Rollins is the favorite to win this world title which means to tell me that cody Rhodes is gonna go through all these hard times like his father used to talk about his promo he's gonna go through all this nonsense to get another title shot he has to win the royal rumble again in order for him to then wrestle roman reigns which means that roman reigns is going to be champion from now to all the way to next year's wrestlemania how long are we going to keep putting up with this garbage it's ridiculous this is what i'm telling you and then the the wwe fans you know and the stands i'm gonna say the stands and the droids who are toxic like a mofo okay and they're the ones first ones that you know are, are um trying to defend every little milk and cranny that is wrong with this freaking company and yet they're still talking about oh you know WWE is the best, and nothing's wrong with it. Blah, blah, blah. you know what? No, no, because we already seen they got everybody Gunther being in in Raw, pretty much kills Sheamus ever winning the Intercontinental Champion. You know, Sheamus is never going to win the Intercontinental Champion because now the Intercontinental Champion got moved to uh, Raw, and now to top it off shame is it still stuck in sm- smackdown so you can see what i'm talking about it just don't make no sense it makes no sense i mean tonight's backlash which i i mean i'm here right now so i won't be able to give you the, uh, the reviews on it maybe next week i'll 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 look at it tonight and see what's you know the the outcome of that what my thoughts are but the fact that seth rollins wrestling omas i i i don't know what to say with that I don't know what to say with that um aew this week we saw um uh, i don't know what to say but wednesday was pretty good i cannot i cannot um say that it was garbage because it was it was much better uh of course we saw orange Cassidy, Benito, bendito cole adam cohen roderick strong versus jas uh i like the ending of that because they won the 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 orange are bandito adam cole and strong beat the jericho appreciates the society and then afterward adam cole went after chris jericho and started beating on him because jericho decided to come outside come out on the, the while the js came out and had a brit baker shirt who's been making a lot of news this week with a black eye on it pretty much sending adam cole up getting him upset trying to make him lose focus of the match and whatnot um also we saw Soraya versus willow Nightingale. I still don't understand uh when I saw that they still with the same story but you could tell that there's going to be a fourth member for the for the outcast which will probably be tire and I'm gonna say that because tire Mello was part of NXT and my boy Mike told me about it he said tire was never an original aaw but I could see her being part of the uh outcast also because now shida hiroki shida this week pretty much looked like she was going to join the outcast and she ended up turning on the outcast as Britt baker and jamie hayter came out and she sprays right in the eyes with that green spray and the rest is history we saw a trios battle royal which pretty much looks like whoever wins that will get a title shot against the house of black the Acclaim won that i mean they weren't a lot of trio's tag team in there they were good we saw Vikingo and the lucha brothers team up which would look pretty good uh something to watch Warler beat some jobber again and it looks like instead of uh luchasaurus who's supposed to be getting a title shot for the tnt title it's gonna be christian so it looks like i can see luchasaurus the right hand the right hand of destruction like christian calls him turning on christian and becoming a babyface once again uh we saw ricky stark versus juice robinson good good match afterwards we saw um i call it juice Robinson getting hit with the roshan ball by ricky starks and getting pinned afterwards he got uh ricky stark got attacked by jay white uh but ricky Stark made a comeback so it looks now it looks like jay white will be feuding with ricky starks i mean it's a slow process when it comes to jay white which is i don't see jay white being the top heel onto next year when mr NJF loses the belt and probably heads out to wwe the four pillars tag team match uh that was pretty good and, and i love the way they they kind of put the um like the darby allen and uh jack perry tag team in jeopardy as mj tried to talk to uh jack perry saying hey, look you know you, you you could lay down for me whatever that's the same thing that MJS tries to do uh and darby Ali came out and it looked like there was going to be issues between them two Jack Perry and Darby Allen, but at the end, the um uh Darby Allen ended up uh, which it was really weird because you saw Darby Allen went and hit his coffin drop while Jack Perry was trying to pin Sammy Guevara. And they ended up winning Darby Allen and Jack Perry. And it looks like uh Sammy Guevara and M. J. have are no longer friends because you know you uh MJF I think attacked Sammy Guevara at one point and it looks like um you know the full weight way pillar is going to happen we still got about two three weeks left for that which is going to be pretty good I cannot wait to see it um so you know a lot of people were not so happy with the show it could have been done better what I wasn't happy this week was with that stupid deletion the firm deletion uh with Matt Hardy the Hardy boys hook and uh, now they call it brother brother Zay, uh, you know Isaiah Cassidy um, against the firm. I wasn't too crazy about that. Don't care about it. uh My problem with AEW is why in the hell is Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett getting another title shot, tag team title shot against FTR? Makes no sense. I don't know why. Uh, Jeff Jarrett has been too many times on TV I don't know why but it's just annoying as it goes okay so let me go right to some New Japan news this weekend and New Japan we had the um I believe was the uh wrestling don't Taco on Tuesday I think the third was a Tuesday no Wednesday I'm sorry on Wednesday we saw the wrestling don't Taco, and there were a lot a lot of stuff that happened in that event, David Philly defeated Tomatanga for the never open weight title. I mean, he beat him so bad. I'm talking about he powerbound him at least three or four times, where Tomatanga was taken out in a stretcher. But after the match, Mr. Fatanbo came in the ring and whatnot after Ghetto was talking his nonsense on the microphone and he got rocked. By Effortasmo, and and Fatazmo attack David Finley, so it looks like David Finley and uh Effortasmo will be feuding for this never open way title. An interesting situation that I learned was that Tamatanga has been wrestling without a New Japan pro wrestling contract. Automatically, people are talking about oh, you know, you could bring in tamatanga to WWE, become part of the OC. What that will make no damn sense because wasn't in January at Wrestle Kingdom when uh I call it the, the 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 good brothers especially car Anderson uh they turned on Tamatanga lot. I think it was last year and whatnot and Tomatonga lost the belt to car Anderson he was it wasn't until this past Wrestle Kingdom when car Anderson ended up losing the belt to Tomatonga, and he is not coming to WWE especially with his little brother Haku still in new japan pro wrestling no he's not going anywhere give it time maybe he needs some time off he's probably gonna take out time off we'll see uh also something interesting also okada kashusuka okada and hiroshi tadahashi and tomohiro ishii won the never six-man tag team titles from uh desperado uh Suzuki, and um oh my god what's the other guy i forgot the other guy's name but they won the six-man title the interesting part about it is this is the first time that okada has won a championship that has not has nothing to do with the world title so this is the first time he going to be without the world title as far chasing it he's going to be the you know part of the six-man title but this was reported back probably a month and a half two months ago when he said that you know it looked like he was going to take a time he was going to wrestle singles he was going to be more in the tag team he's been ta- teaming up with uh you know uh, hiroshi tanahashi they challenged uh bushimon uh not long ago Uh goto and yoshihashi they lost i think it was at uh, the last i think it was the last uh new japan show here in the united states uh, uh philadelphia collision um but we'll see maybe you know he's probably preparing himself um because the g1 climax is coming up in july and we'll see what happens there hikaleo tamatanga's brother defeated okay defeated kenta for the new japan strong open weight title so he becomes a world champion for the open uh new japan open strong or, or new japan strong openweight uh division so he has that belt and whatnot. not I don't know if it's a world champion. Let me correct that. Maybe in the United States for New Japan's strong openweight champion. So he defeated Kenta. So Kenta's title ring did not last long. He only had that belt to off in February where he beat Rosser, Fred Rosser for it. So, so, Egaleo, first singles title. He wins it. Uh, Yoda Sushi. Now, a lot of people don't know who this guy is. Yoda Sushi used to be a young lion used to open up matches here in japan uh uh, new japan um and um he used to be one of those guys that opened up the matches before the big event uh the pre-shows whatever so he went an excursion to mexico uh united kingdom and came back with a new look called so he came back he returned to new japan wrestling new pro wrestling and ends up ready for this he joins lij uh, lij just lost sonata now they gain another person back so now yoda sushi is now going to be the one who's going to be challenging sonata after sonata beat hiromo takahashi at uh wrestling do and you know after the bout he you know he, he made his ret- uh sushi made his return and attacking sonata and declaring his allegiance to L I J. So that was very interesting. Also, we saw uh Sag Saber Jr. versus Jeff Cobb. That match went the distance. It went to a fifteen minute time limit draw. So they end up gonna wrestle again in Dominion. So also they announced that in uh New Japan announced that John Moxley will be at New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion in June. So that pretty much uh leaves the door open for for you know who to see the blackpool comeback club probably ends up in uh you know in um japan new japan so new japan pro wrestling dominion is scheduled for june 4th we have uh john mosley is going to be in action like i said hiroshi tadahashi or will osprey one of those will wrestle lance archer for the four the IWGP United States Championship number one contenders match, and the winner of that gets to fight Mr. Kenny Omega at AEW and whatnot, all in Japan, either one. And as like I announced earlier, New Japan Pro Wrestling World Television Championship. They'll have another match, Sack with German versus Jeff Cobb. Also, the IWGP Tag Team Championships are on the line. Us, the Open, the champion, okay, versus Evil and Tajiri Takahashi versus Bishamon. Hiroki Godi or Yoshihashi. So that's going to be interesting. It's a three-way for the title. I see Aussie Open coming out of that as champions. Also, as I mentioned earlier, the Never Openweight Championship. David Finley, the champion, is going to put the fighter on the line against a And then, of course, as we mentioned, the IWGP World Heavyweight title, Sonata versus Yoda Sushi. I don't see Yoda Sushi winning the title, but he may give Sonata a run for his money. But who knows, you know? but you know it's this is it's, it's gonna be interesting new japan right now is uh after wrestling the talking now they are gonna have the uh pretty much the i believe the uh, uh the best of the super juniors i'm not gonna cover that because it looks like there's nothing new coming out of that the only guy i think uh supposed to be there uh it's the guy from impact i forgot his name uh, that everybody thinks he's so great, but um, I'm not covering the New Japan Cups and whatnot. I know people are gonna be like, oh, Wait a minute, you're not covering that? No, I'm not covering it because you know, um, it's too much stuff going on, so I'll wait. I'll cover Dominion because I know Dominion uh, is gonna be something to watch. Also, I know Resurgence coming out May 21st for New Japan pro wrestling, so I definitely want to check that out. So, and speaking about New Japan. Like i said uh uh john moxley's supposed to compete in resurgence so the the, the match that they already signed is six men's champions the never open Weight six men champions okada tarahashi ishii reverses against Shota imino john moxley and willa yuda is already scheduled for resurgence so that's going to be interesting also rocking romero said if anyone in wwe is fed up and wants to walk away new japan pro wrestling doors will be open so rocky romero speaking on comedy store wrestling discussed mercedes impact and how the door is open for any other unhappy talent in wwe he said new japan is in a weird spot because the pandemic hurt them they are live event business more than anything the pandemic happened to happen touring went out the window it was important for the couple to take care of their own so nobody got fired or released so everyone was taken care of and survived now they're just starting to get back on their feet Mercedes Monet was a big investment obviously going forward and testing the waters of where they were in, in the states and worldwide worldwide when you take a big talent on like that now we're starting to feel the comfortable start to feel comfortable again long story is basically if because if because Vince is back and there are people who are unhappy in WWE there very well could be a possibility of somebody coming over being fed up with it and just walking away. New Japan's door will be open if that happens for sure. I mean, New Japan's going to um sign anybody if it makes some money, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Just like Cam would said, if it doesn't make money, it doesn't make sense. But if it makes money, it's going to make sense. So, also, already people talking crap Again, about the uh, what's her name? Trinity. She said, I left WWE the day because of the way I was talked to and handled. She was speaking in Busted Open Radio. Trinity discussed her WWE departure and we, she and will she join Impact? She said, I chose and I want to be at Impact. The doors are open for me everywhere, literally everywhere, but I truly feel like Impact is the best choice for me at this point in my life. Right now with what I want to do. And to just be able to work with talent there. I feel that is where I'll be the happiest and most utilized. And really get to grow in ways that I feel that I need to right now on this wrestling journey. Had all of the stuff never happened. There is no way I would have taken that leap. The situation kind of forced me to figure it out. That's what I meant when I said everything was a blessing in disguise. I was going through a lot and felt stagnant i wasn't happy ultimately i left that day because the way i was talked to and handled everything kind of broke me uh broke me that day and i had nothing to do with anything else or anybody else that was just it i had to to go through the backlash and negativity and the lies and the rumors and also feel lost it really broke me it was probably the lowest i ever felt in my life going through that it made me reset and face it Head on and figure out how to learn from this experience. Grow from it and find myself again And all of it. I'm extremely happy now and I'm really thankful for this opportunity to show that you haven't seen me at my best. There you go. And she might do good because WWE has their own way of having the wrestlers wrestle in WWE. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Uh, like I said, I spoke also earlier about AEW. Supposedly, has sold thirty-five thousand tickets during the A- AEW All In presale. is up to fifty-six thousand, probably seventy thousand right by now. So all these WWE stands and these AEW haters, they're right now ripping their hairs off. They're even going as far as to go to say that um you know that Tony Khan is buying all the seats. You know how stupid they sound. Same thing with Job Nation on Twitter. And uh, another clown in there they're talking nonsense, and they have followers who are that stupid to follow them and whatnot, because they have no clue what they're talking about. They are haters, and that's exactly what they are. They are the toxins in the wrestling community. you know? Jess Jarrett described why he deserved TV time. Uh, I don't know want to read this because this is a stupid. He said the, he said emotional connection with the audience. It's just that simple he said it's something that goes without saying the name said oh he's done this he's done that all i have to do is listen to the people in the arena they love me there's some kind of f you, jerry that they're gonna get, get going but i think that's the term of endeavor dude you came back and you pretty much on tv almost every week you know what i'm saying i don't understand that i really don't but uh you know it's crazy but real quick before i leave i want to talk about that damn Britt baker shirt that was going around and uh supposedly W, uh aew should have just left and i agree with this podcast who said that whole picture of rip baker with her face on a shirt with a black eye should have been left in the storyline with the outcast not sell it and whatnot because you're going to get backlash from people especially people who are very sensitive with domestic violence even though it doesn't you know represent domestic violence because it's part of wrestling but who came out with that bright idea that it was cool to sell this stupid shirt okay not everything has to be on a shirt it doesn't you know you know when brit baker had her first year with blood pouring all over her face whatever that was cool because it showed you she was a badass but now you went and put a picture of yourself with a black eye and think it's cool for people to walk around with that you know and if they don't know who brit baker is they're gonna be like well this guy is in the street walking around with a woman with a black eye he supports domestic violence you know how society is today so i don't understand it i really don't i really don't so that is it for me today guys Um uh, pretty much that's it tonight is backlash and whatnot i might have some of my feedback and opinions on that and whatnot. not know i wasn't live today so um you know i didn't feel like doing going live today so pretty much I just pre uh uh recorded so um pretty much guys i appreciate all the people who are supporting the Chokesland wrestling report podcast once again i want to give thanks to all those people who have been supporting my youtube channel the Chokesland wrestling report you guys can follow me at uh facebook twitter Instagram of course for, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel guys subscribe to the YouTube channel hit that notification bell for new uploads and hit that thumbs up that will help my channel greatly I will love it also this is not only video this is also uh will be on the audio podcast and whatnot I will order, put this as an audio you can follow that if you do gonna get a chance to get to the um through youtube because you're too busy you can't go through a computer you go also listen it through um spotify uh apple uh, iHeartRadio, radio amazon music or any audio podcast guys that you like to listen to your favorite show so that is it for me today guys also if you want to visit my store the chokeslam wrestling report um merchandise store is tcwr.veryinkpressive.com that's tcwr Dots. very impressive and there, you can find your t-shirts you're gonna find the uh the hat the hoodies. if you guys want to buy it now so you don't have to buy it next year um i got tons of t-shirt there you could go check it out you can register to the to the um website you listen to the audio podcast in there you can also listen to the youtube channel in there so everything's all connected in one uh website so you can check that out and whatnot that will help me and i will appreciate it very much until then guys my name is the ultimate one from New York City, and I will be with you again next week. Um, uh, and next week again, I'll give you my feedback on backlash and my thoughts on Monday Night Raw, AEW, all the good stuff and any news that comes in. Until then, guys, peace. Top guy out. <music>